mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Death ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. I am not a jealous woman. I'm not a jealous woman. I'm telling you, I'm not jealous. I never get jealous. I've never been jealous before. I just wait. Is that a woman coming in the room? Is that a whoa? A number? Is that a pretty one? Where's a glass of milk? I need a glass of milk. <laughs> Yo, she's gonna throw something. <laughs> when she said, "I'm not a jealous woman," I screeched. Are she, you kidding me? I screeched, screeched. I went, "What the fuck? What How the fuck? unaware can you be?" Kimberly, ooh, I'm gonna write down an idea for a meme. Y'all, we're remote but goat. Welcome to Reality Gaze. (laughs) And the reason it's a ridiculous reason is someone is waiting for the delivery of their stand-up desk, and I'm not sure why it couldn't just be placed outside your apartment. Or I'm still unsure. It's a very big desk. It's one of those (laughs) standing desks. That because my fucking back's been hurting because we've had to do so much shit. We've been sitting all the time, and I'm in my 40s. I can't imagine for you in your 50s how your back <laughs> has been feeling. Mine was delivered, and it sat in front of my building while until I got home. Yeah, but people, that's okay. People steal stuff in my building. In my <laughs> building, that's really the real reason. You're in a better neighborhood than me. Yeah, there might be something to that. I ordered. Um, some, I remember. I've, I've had so many like shoes and things stolen and so they'll just they can't get into our building so they'll just fucking steal it yeah y'all need to give you need to give like ups or our in our old building the ups got a key or knew the code our mail person has a key we don't have a code it's like old school it's just an old lock because our landlord's cheap no one gives a shit about no one gives a shit about this (laughs) y'all this is reality gaze if you if you if you just thought you just 
just uh, eavesdropped on some private conversation between two bored queens. <laughs> With back problems. <laughs> I, I foam rolled for fucking five minutes before we started this show. I was just like going, oh, I got to say, no one tells you about back problems. No one. No one. I made my parents complained about their back and I thought, oh, that's just because they're old. I'm sure Same. that'll never happen to me because I just thought that's just my parents. Seems like this is a brutality of life. I, I think it's the way like a lot of my women friends said, no one told me about childbirth. Yeah. And, and I think it's just, we need to start talking about our backs, America. I agree. We need to start sharing. The, but here's the thing. If y'all are listening and you're like in your mid-20s and you can get up every day feeling great, fucking fabulous for you. Great. When you hit 40 and 30, your back will start to hurt and you'll say, I am now questioning everything about my mortality. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> there is nothing worse than your back hurting. I think that's probably what triggers midlife crises. Or just <laughs> just your back, back pain. Back pain. <laughs> you just start going, whoa, holy my shit. My father used to complain about his back hurting. And my brother and I was like, oh, my back hurt. Me, me, me. I, he, I'm sure he wanted to slap the shit out of us. Um, and I would have if I... <laughs> Y'all. And y'all, back oh pain is real. <laughs> That's where we are with it. That's our problems of the world. Um, this is Hey. Hey, season seven, episode six, part our part one, out of my system. Out of my system. By the way, did you get something out of your system yet? No. <sighs> um, one of my reliables had his COVID booster on Friday, and he's been out of... Uh, com commission so covid fucks me again he or doesn't wait he feels sick from it he got he said he was t took him out y'all this is a ps gay service warning by the way or but a service announcement don't forget y'all we've been so concerned with the covid um get your flu shot as get your you flu know little got the flu and it put him in a coma for three weeks many years ago it, and that flu wasn't fucking around it wasn't and that's why we and he was at the age of mid-30s so y'all yeah. and he was healthy so get your flu shot it is a good thing to get and um they uh don't they, get your covid booster and your flu shot on the same day though i oh don't my think god my sister did that to me last year oh when i, I don't first, think that's oh a good my. idea because she's a nurse and nurses don't fucking care. So she's like, yeah. just do them both at one time. And I was like, are you sure? She's like, yeah, it's fine. I had the night shivers. No, like, don't do that. All night. So I, yeah, I recommend don't doing that. That, that was not enjoyable. No. Because this is where you, you come to reality guys to get all your medical advice. <laughs> hey, we, I was really proud that when we were in Chicago, which we had so much fun in our live show in Chicago, Half when we did the VIP, half of our people were either nurses or teachers, uh, or wives of firefighters or policemen. We had a couple, but really everybody there was like <laughs> nurses or no, teachers. It's true. Though. There were a lot of nurses and teachers. Oh, the backbone of classroom well, warriors, that. classroom and medical warriors. Anyway, amen. Amen. We love y'all. Speaking of live shows, y'all, we're we're going. So get your flu shot though, because before you come see us live, because. Poodle doesn't need the flu. Nope. Don't put nope. don't put Poodle in a coma. I haven't had mine yet. I'm I'm getting it my physical. Ah, yeah. yeah I, I, I've got to time it. They're talking about timing now because they think I was reading on NPR. They think the flu is going to hit a little late this year. That's what my doctor told me, and he so said we'll do it at your physical. 
if you're very, you might, cause it doesn't last as long. So I'll let y'all Google about it. When's a good time to get my flu shot. <laughs> Again, I don't want to disseminate we information. Not, yes. We're not the medical no. parties here. Follow my friend. Yeah. Follow my friend. At, if your sister-in-law's doing all that. I can ask her though. And I can, but at, follow my friend, uh, James, ask the NP. He has good information and he is qualified. Let's move on to this before someone sues us. Okay. Let's talk about live shows. Uh, the doublet tour is continuing. It is everyone. underway. We kicked it off in Chicago. We had a great time. Uh, the costumes and uh, the the topics were always current, always. Uh, including the Ch- Great Chicago Fire of 1871. <laughs> very true. Um, people are glad now that that has been laid to rest. And so we <laughs> the, know now. Y'all, the problem was the, the reason of that, uh, uh, the Mrs. O'Leary and her cow were there to tell us the exact reason of the Great Chicago Fire. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully things are... Things are pictures to prove it. They there are. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be also we have not Tampa is luckily uh, we know we're thinking of our sissies in Naples, Fort Myers, all of Florida and in South Carolina. Clearly. Yes, we're um, lower part of the state, especially. We know that uh, y'all region. have been going through it. Luckily, Tampa, we thought was going to get a direct hit and did not. So we're hearing Tampa's pretty good from what we've heard from the theater and everything. We are still good to go for our Tampa show. So you can still get tickets for that as well. Um, remember that Saturday night is going to be Poodle's Extravagaza. We don't know what's I'm, happening in that show. I'm, I'm starting to make plans. <laughs> and I'm and I'm starting to call attorneys because I think I'm going to need them that night. It'll be fine. Just wear wear two pairs of underwear. <laughs> all right, y'all. Go to realitygaze.com for all that information, or go to our link tree link to buy tickets. I've been talking to the tech crew. They're going to be they're they're not really happy with me and the fly system that I've ordered to do my alphaba routine. Wait, but remember, you can't use a fly system and lube at the same time. You'll slip out of it. Yeah, that was the, uh, kind of what they wanted to talk to me about. Yeah, just gonna patch it down with butter <laughs> because butter There's is a good shortage. for everything. There's, There's gonna a be shortage a shortage of butter. They've been talking about the shortage in, uh, in this Christmas. Oh God! Now everybody's gonna buy up butter, and we can't make fucking Thanksgiving anymore. <laughs> Maybe we'll be responsible for that too. God. We did. We did kill Phantom of the Opera. I'm going to go home to my mother's in Texas and she's going to buy all this butter in her freezer. Butter. I have, I have a whole thing right there in my freezer. It's a good idea. Butter freezes really well. Y'all just don't, don't, don't get scared and buy shit. Don't go, don't make a run on butter. We don't need that. Okay. Um, yeah, come buy your tickets at, you can buy your tickets on their Instagram or link tree. Um, or you can go to our website, realitygays.com. It's not porn anymore. It's not, thankfully. Sorry, I'm, I'm reminding all this stuff I have to do, and I'm writing it down. Um, okay, we have a big announcement. Some of you have heard us talk about kind of lightly on our shows that we're now kind of rebranding our uh, premium content as Reality Gays Plus. So what you're going to see coming up soon, y'all, is... Um, hopefully by the time Love is Blind drops is that you'll be able to join, uh, get premium content on Patreon, Supercast, and where else, Poodle? Apple subscriptions. Apple subscriptions. Steve Jobs. We're sucking that dick. Hooter, hooter, or hooter. actually more, more, more Tim Cook, I guess. I, I did. I, I did. Say ask, my name. Yes, true. <laughs> I did ask the rep at Apple if Tim was single and if you could sleep with them. I'd do it. 
they nervously giggled. And then I think, and then I got a letter from someone that said, stop. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the power of Apple. But anyway, y'all, if I, we will say, if you listen to us on your Apple device, it could not be easier. It will yeah. only, it would, because Apple though doesn't give us options. It will only be the $8 tier. Of the our $8 tier is the only thing that's going to be available on Apple subscriptions. So, but if you don't give a shit about video and all that kind of stuff, it really is everything that we have commercial free all in one feed. You literally can pay for it with Apple pay the way you buy an app right. on your phone. It's very easy. So just so to that, clarify, uh, yeah, that's going to be coming out. We're in the process of building it out, but just, just, we know some of you Carl's wives. We got to get you some advance notice because then you're going to message us. Carl, what's this on my phone? I just got the tablet. This, I don't, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. I, I can't handle, I can't field any more tech support questions this week. <laughs> well, we're trying to do this because y'all love us blind. The new season is dropping on October 19th. And Poodle, what are we doing to celebrate love is blind? We are, y'all, we are opening the vault. <laughs> we're Goom. opening the vault that's not poodle's butt <laughs> that's that's the dungeon no it's uh true. the dungeon is the dungeon is only for me and my daddy to go in and out it's of true we're actually calling it reality gaze from the vault that's, from, that's right from yeah. the vault y'all to to kind of celebrate uh season three of love is blind we are putting on our free feed our first season of Love is Blind. The the with the season that started it all. Oh, the last with Cameron, the uh, tears, Lauren, Amber, Barnett, the Jessica's dog, the drunk dog. <laughs> We're putting it all out there. It's been about two years since it came out, so it's if you're already some of on, you found us through that. Yes, yeah, so so. if you're already on premium and content, you know, but it's still. It's, it was such a great season, and for any of you, we really feel like if you're watching Love is Blind, great, but if you haven't seen the first season and you're jumping into three, oh you're missing God. out. You're missing so out. So good. Jessica's, it, remember, Mark, who's, Mark, who's, I'm Jessica, who's 34, and Mark, yes. who's younger than me. Younger. Was he 26 nobody, or 24? Um, yeah, I think like that, yeah. She was really obsessed yeah. with it. I don't even remember anymore, but anyway, it's it's y'all season two we liked but season one was no good. season season one was better we're what we uh, thanks to netflix we are watching season three right now i can make no comments so don't come at me no i'm afraid i'm gonna say something about it and they'll sue us we can just say it's it's juicy and good it's quite juicy yes we're um we're very excited with what we've seen so far and our love is blind will be dropping on october 9th or no Love of Brian drops on Netflix on the 19th. It's dropping for us on the 20th at 12.01 a.m. So we can create event television. Doom, doom, doom. I don't know if that's going to be in sync since we're It wouldn't be. Go. You ruined it. It's fine. Because <laughs> someone had to have a standing desk. So y'all, if you if you only listen to our free feeds, you're gonna get take a little bit of a look inside our Love Is Blind coverage, and I think we'll do this especially because that content's been it's over two years old, yeah, and yeah. and it's it's time. So yeah. we're if we're you, going to be if you're on the Patreon and you're like, wait, I still haven't listened to that on there, then I can't help you. I can't help you. And you've been yeah, come on, come on. Um, we but if on. you. 
do want to listen to season three of Love is Blind, that will be at the $5 tier or the $8 tier of our Reality Gaze Plus right. content. What's well, every, you, it starts at the $5 tier. Yeah. Yeah, so. exactly. So I think, is that it? What other announcements? I'm done. Oh, do oh, I do, I do do have one. Um, You guys know we, in the past, we have covered Bling Empire, um, oh. another, another Netflix binge. We, we weren't too, Okay. In the past, we have covered Bling Empire. Yeah. Um, season two was an absolute debacle. We are all aware of it. It was a it was a turd in a box. Yeah, and mostly because the editing was weird and we didn't know what was going on. Uh, unfortunately, season three is dropping on October fifth, and that's the before our tour happens. You guys, there's no, we've been trying to bank episodes just to go on tour, and I never thought they would do they would announce this season so soon. I don't yeah. know what happened. It was only in, earlier this year. Between um, Smothered, 90 Day UK. Yeah. Um, so we're just, yeah. That being said, we're not going to cover season three. We are going to be offering an example, an episode of that season as a bicurious episode for yeah. our Patreon um, at our $5 level. So uh, we, you, you guys can watch it. You can, you can talk about it in the Sissy Squad if you like, blah, blah, blah. Um, we will not be covering the entire season. So it's it. I, season two really, really hit me in a, on a sour note. I, I, yeah. I kind of felt feel still feel angry about it, honestly, because I, I, I love season one so much, so much. And we want to say if you if you watch season three and uh, Kevin ends up making out with a man, please let us know, and we will be covering that. Episode. Send me a time code because I'm not watching the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way I feel about it. I, I and I get and guys, this is stuff like this probably will happen. We get to a point where either things get too busy or there's content we we kind of want to cover more. Well, it's honestly, like Southern Charm. I just talked to yeah. Sissy last night. Uh, Sissy, Amy, and Emily, uh, who are friends, I was at their house um, having a game night, and I said she mentioned something Southern Charm, and I was like, "How is it?" Because we haven't even watched. And she said, "Oh God, it's horrible. The show's so dead." She's like, "I'm so glad." You're not covering it anymore, but I'm still watching it. And, and we feel watch like watch it all you like. That's We're great. Just but cover we it. feel like we don't. We like to cover things that are fun, and so we don't want to be. We even though we bitch about like we still like we've really enjoyed Hey this season. So we just always want to have some fun, enjoy because we know we're bringing your eyeballs to that. So not right. to pat ourselves on the back, but I am, y'all. We're making a decision for the better of you. So yeah, and we also we also have to. We can't be overworked. Like we're 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 already at that edge, especially going on tour. Yeah. Um. And we just we had to look at our schedule and realistically, it's not going to work. Yeah, not going to work. So, um, I still need to sleep. I know it's shocking. When <laughs> when producer Christina, who works all the time, sends me a text and says, "Why are you up texting me about work?" I'm like. <laughs> You need to. You do too much. When when producer Christina is coming at us, that because she never sleeps. That bitch never sleeps. sleeps. That means we need to slow down. All right. Um, So okay, I think that's all the announcements. Let's just get into that. Not bad. Seventeen minutes. We're gonna go to a commercial. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. Let's jump in. in. Okay. Uh. Uh. Lib look look humanity. Ah, beautiful. (laughs) Like what what is the word? What is the word for? 
I liked it when even he, he correct the the his like father was there and they're like, look at this big fish. And even even Andre's like, they're mammals. <laughs> they're, they're on mammals. That was it. There's no word in There's no word in Romanian for manatee. manatee. God, um, I have to say, Andre, he is a great dad. And just watching him hold their daughter and he was like playing with their hair. I wanted I wanted him to hold me that way. Oh, see, it kind of made me want like children, but no, you took it there. Okay. I, I wanted him to hold me like his child. <sighs> wow. It, but nothing familial about it. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> I got that. Yeah. He could impale me on his dick like a ventriloquist dummy and I just <laughs> dance around. Wow. <laughs> You've got to get laid like before we go on tour. Please. Dance, puppet, dance. Wow. <laughs> and we wonder why they didn't respond to our Tampa request. <laughs> Shocker. Shocker. Oh, Lord. I don't give a fuck. So uh, they, they're they telling Dad, the father should really be a politician. Oh, uh, for our, sure. Uh, Andre's father. Because he's like, you know, sometimes people have... People have family problems that, that are not easy to be solved. And and Andre's like, yes, Charlie's a bomb. Uh, so and the interesting thing that Libby said, and I think this just kind of tells you where she's at with her family. Uh, the older I get, the more I'm discouraged by my family. And every time it's like being at a really loud party and everyone's just shouting at everyone. And I think that was a, lot such of a us. beautiful description. Yeah. She said, I just want to add to that. She said, a loud, crazy concert. She said, you can't even hear your own thoughts. Yeah. And that she kind of nails it because Jen and Becky are always on her about something and she doesn't have time to talk. No, they don't. They don't validate or listen to what she says. I also think that when I think just when you have your own children, it, a changes priorities, but also you see the, I think you see more, even more of the, and well, I don't know. I saw, I don't have kids, but I'm, I mean, with my nephews, I was close to though. You just, you're, I appreciate some of the great things that my parents did. And then I see some other things now at my age where I just go, yeah, that probably wasn't the healthiest thing, whether they did their best or not. I don't want to excuse it or not, but different people have their different. I just think you see, you see that. And it's so, and the reason I'm bringing this up is, the narrative coming from her family is all Andre's controlling Andre's her. taking Andre's, you from us. I, I, I'm not getting that. Are you? No, no, no. It's the same. It's like they recycled dialogue from two seasons of Happily Ever After ago. Yeah. And and also the situations have changed so much. We're, I'm going to talk about that more. Um, but let's go to the saddest birthday party ever. Um, with the Gorgons, I Butthole Brigade. Butthole Brigade. Oh. Uh, oh. And, and Vegetable Lasagna, Becky's husband, is there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and Pam's like, I'm not sure. I invited Libby, but I'm not sure she's coming. And then they're all like, so do you guys think that he's told her not to come? No. She's outright said she's not coming because she doesn't support Charlie's drinking. So... I don't understand why it's constantly about him. I do. We saw them when we saw like their first season, Pam, the mom was on there. Um, But with this, we haven't had her really until now. I really think not to be a finger pointer, but 
I think we're seeing that this all comes from the mom, like the way the girls act and the way they treat one another. Because yeah. Pam, did you see how Pam just sat in the corner acting like, I don't know. Do you, oh, do yeah, you she think plays the victim. she would not? She plays the victim and she kind of does this insidious getting, I bet you she is the reason why her girls have competed with one another. 100%. All along. And I, I, yeah, all along. Uh, no, it, and the, you can already tell by the way the sisters talk about their mom that the mom is a sore subject for all of them. Yes. And it is totally a not a healthy relationship. And mother has probably been in and out of their lives for certain times. And I guarantee you there were issues there. And, cause, uh, and Becky tries to tell her, she's like, you weren't, because it's weird. It's like they, Becky said, you weren't there for the barbecue mom. Like I, Becky and Jen both say they have PTSD from that themselves. And they said they, um, they understand why Libby is so hesitant. And so they almost give a good excuse but then the well, mom keeps saying, yeah. though, but sure, Andre's not. It just. And whether and whether you believe rough. them or not, if someone has PTSD from anything, you guys, it doesn't matter when. They, so they are telling their mother, her her children are telling the mom, we have emotional issues about this. What we saw we're and she's like, but I don't know why you can't show up for me. She is invalidating their pain. And that's a mistake. She is, she's the one being an asshole here. It is. Yeah. yeah. She's not listening to them. And the sisters are having to capitulate to their mom because of, of some kind of family obligation that the mom won't shut the fuck up about. And this is about mom realizes, guess who was Chuck always the closest to of all of their children this whole time? Libby. No. Well, but probably even more because he worked with him. Charlie. Yeah, probably. Even closer. When we first look back at old seasons of night, it was Chuck and Charlie. They were like fucking Roscoe Pico and that other guy. So now that Charlie is estranged from his father, now mom swooped in and she said, now I'm the good parent. Yeah. Dad's a bad parent. And I think she is because the dad has controlled everyone with money. They've all kissed Chuck's ass because he owns the business. And I guarantee you, Pam and Chuck fucking hate one another. I, I no, they, divorce, they really do. I think it's all divorce tell. dynamics of parents. So she's uh, so you guys don't let them rewrite history for you. Libby has said Libby has said herself, and so did the other two Gorgons that they weren't going to the birthday. Yeah, yeah. Now they're rewriting history and blaming Andre. Yep, which is <laughs> yeah because that is typical storyline. They were literally not going to come. Yeah. They just switched in a week. So why why is she suddenly being controlled and you're yeah. being so brave to yeah, show it's up? It's just misplaced outrage. And so they and then so I'm like let's let's make this party an opportunity to shit talk Libby and Andre. And so you know, we're getting to the point where these two people these two major cast members aren't even there. And oh, we oh. are having a party about it. I, I said this at the live show, and I think Don't it's true. speak it into existence. Now, no, I'm telling you all, get ready. I said this on the live show for those. Now that Chantel, we don't know what's happening with that family. Now they're getting divorced. Get ready for the family, Libby. I think it's coming. And then you hear a little dust up uh, and the sound of hooves against pavement. And Charlie and Megan... And their brood of no-neck monsters show up. <laughs> Do you know where that's from? Uh, 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 Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, where Maggie the Cat's like, and all those no-neck monsters of his brothers. 
<laughs> she calls them no neck monsters. That's gay. <laughs> That's real gay. That's the first thing I thought of. I'm like, look at all those no neck monsters. I wonder if other <laughs> men make as many Maggie the Cat references as you do. <laughs> Really I wonder do. if many, many men make as many Haley Mills references as you do. <laughs> so the party, everybody. <laughs> that was a read. So Charlie shows Martin up. Martin show up with the kids because there's going to be hopefully less drama. But it was interesting that he brought his kids and neither of the No one the bought their kids. Did. No. Yeah. And this is the first time I think we've seen Charlie and Megan's kids on the show. I think so. It's the yeah. first time we saw uh, one of Jen's daughters on the show because I don't think her husband wants to, anything to this do with the show. This husband doesn't want to be on the show. Because I think he's a person. I think people said he's like a, a, a kind of famous radio. Yeah. Um, so I don't blame you not want to be associated with this. But, you know, again, if Libby was being controlled or wasn't being, Libby could come to this by herself. She can yeah. come to this without Andre, even though she knows. She, and she's done that. Basically, that's what Libby has done this whole time. So I don't know why the narrative is suddenly, because Charlie's jumping on this bandway. He shows up, and he's like, he's coming. He's like, I just want answers. Um, why'd y'all cancel Charlie? Why'd you cancel? And, and he's like, I know at the party, you were just talking about me at the party. And then Pam, this is where I went, oh, she's the instigator of all. She said, did we talk about Charlie? I don't remember saying well, that. Charlie, you the, the mom said, you know, even though we were at the fight, even even though you weren't there, there was a fight. So it's not you who's it's the problem. You. Mom, she, mom she did brought all it up. This. Yeah. She brought up the fight. She brought up Charlie. Everybody else there so, was having a good I just want to say, everyone else there was having a good time doing nothing and she's right. the one who said, "Let's talk about fucking Charlie." But then no. she's like, I don't yeah. remember saying it. And even the girls were like, Mom, there, there was there. And then they had this, like, Becky asked him a really good question, Charlie. She said, things have been alcohol-induced. And she said, have you ever looked back? And she did it in a non-judgmental, I got to give props to Becky. Becky really spoke to him, not yeah. in a shaming way. She just said, do you ever look back and go, eh, yeah, I think when I handled that, maybe I was a little too drunk. I think that's a good, fair question to ask someone. And Charlie, it completely goes over his head. Well, he just, but he, what about sit? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. You're what about one time out of a million times. We're always drunk and it's always fine. What's the one common denominator? And then he says, yeah, it's just, it really is. It's, it's kind of pathetic after a while. It's um, very pathetic. And, and and they were, Charlie's like, you know, our family, alcohol's always like, you know, uh, everyone's always drinking. And, and Jen's like, how do you think, how do we think we interpret call the cops as soon as you show up? Again, he doesn't answer. Everything is avoidant. Everything to, is, yep. yeah. And he refuses to even talk about it. And he says the common denominator. And, and then they were basically saying, is Andre a master manipulator? Did he get? Did he? Did he smell fresh blood with my dad? Yes, he did all that, and he's like, "But can you say that it was at least part of your part?" He won't even admit that. He won't even admit that. And I get where he he is right in that because he says everyone at this table has a beef with who. He's right. Everyone at that table has a beef with Andre, but mm -hmm. they have a beef with him because do now look. He's y'all. Andre's not an angel. He can be controlling. He can be very like. He's uh, a bore. He's, he's a misogynist. A he's a misogynist. But I also I don't think he is a 
I don't think he is honestly a bad person. Where the yeah. rest of his family, they're all great people. And but so he makes this point that he has this beef with everyone. And I wrote, he has this beef with everyone because he's the only person that's been calling out your bullshit from the get go and hasn't even accepted yeah. it. And that's At why y'all don't like him. One of the one of the reasons they don't like him is he reminds them that they're not authentic. Yeah, because he's authentic. He hold, he, Andre holds up the mirror. Yeah, they're 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 fucking fake. They're not a well family. He basically says that it's the reason it, that it's the one reason why Libby and Andre are compelling is it holds the the mirror up that this family is awful. Yeah, the worst of America, and yeah. uh, that's all I've got about them. I'm I I'm I'm glad. Well, we I'm get glad. the whole thing from Becky. I'm afraid one day I'm not going to be able to oh, talk to my off. sister. And I went, well, that's that. It goes back to responsibility. They claim no. Charlie is acting the way that sisters act about when Libby comes at her own feelings of feeling bullied by them. They go, we're not bullying you. So the family, if y'all, if you're around people who don't accept responsibility for anything, anything, even partial then those aren't people who actually care about you. That is and so you, true. And you need to get rid of those friendships or that yep. family member that's or that always is. blaming someone else. Yeah. 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 Um, should we talk about should we talk about some more or actually we should take a break. Joby, and come let's back go to a break. Joey, shall we go talk about we're going to go down and see the weird housewives of Bourbon Street we are. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, 
and even keep going queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, Play us out with a little bit of our song Finch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Let me tell you how basic these friends are. <laughs> Both Symphony and Adele. These two blonde women are so basic that the Chirons can't even t- can't even tell them apart. Yeah. Uh, y'all, I don't know if you noticed this because why would you? You don't pay you don't you don't have to eat, sleep, and breathe this shit like we did. They mislabeled Adele as Symphony. And mislabeled Symphony as Adele. <laughs> yes, I, I went. I thought, did I get it wrong the first time? You know, because I get shit wrong. And I'm like, but I don't. I thought Symphony was the the really terrible friend. But I guess that was Adele. I didn't know. I just thought I was no. wrong. So I appreciated when that, you said that. That then I realized how, it doesn't matter if I mix them up. That's how garden variety they are. <laughs> yeah. Yes, y'all. Again, as Poodle said before, the real housewives of Bourbon Street. And we've got a we've got a new Ukrainian wish version of Yara who's joined them. Yes. Who's got the full coat hanging Kim, off the shoulders. Just the Kim, yeah. Kim Kardashian jacket look. <laughs> it's like she's studied Yara and trying to be her. Watch out. Don't 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 boil a rabbit on her, honey. No, I, I will say we'd seen this before, but I think they were just circulating more that the pictures of Yara before she had plastic surgery. And it's like, it's a stark difference. No, it's another person. It, yeah. It, but in a way, which who cares? That's fine. Make, I, I really like the more and more I watch her, I really like Yara because she, Me too. she truly 
said, I want to make my life something it's, and she even physically completely reinvented herself. And I, which is totally 100% fine. If you want to do, if you want to change your face, y'all fucking change it, do whatever you want to do. I, I don't, I just now, but I will say I have to, this overarching theme is this for audacity that she wants to go travel without Joby and not wait three weeks? I just have to call this out. I just feel like this is a silly thing to fight over, but maybe I'm being it narrow mm, thinking here. It feels like heightened stakes for not a lot of reasoning. Um, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm on team Jovi here. <laughs> okay. I am too. I, I didn't want to say it first. So you said it first. Come for I, first. There you go. <laughs> but I agree. I I think even the Real Housewives of Bourbon Street are. They're just afraid. And not Irina. She's she, like, she needs to get there. She will do what she wants. I don't care how you get there, but get there if you can. That's the Ukrainian version yes. of Get Here. Yes. Is that Olita Adams? I think it is. Um, I, th- I think so. So, but before all this, y'all, it's the green card interview. We're going to get our green card interview, and um, uh, Yara is. I cannot find the marriage certificate. The one thing we need, that, and this one job, Jovi, one fucking job. Typical. Now, I liked it when Jovi. Uh, Jovi, Yara, I don't Yara, speak English. I don't know about yeah, documents. That was my Jovi. favorite. She's like, not for documents. I don't speak English. <laughs> I don't know, Jovi. That's for you to do. And that's the thing, y'all. That's why they work. Because she made that joke, he laughed, and they both realize how ridiculous both of them are. They do. And that's love. <laughs> Honestly, it? if you feel you can joke around with someone and you in that moment, that person can make you realize how absurd the world is, it, that is a wonderful thing. I, I don't know if it's love or not, but that is a mark, like actual studied mark of resiliency in life is if you're able to laugh at yourself. That's yeah. another perspective that people like maybe some people, um, their name rhymes with Shalal don't have on this show. Boy, boy. <laughs> wow. <sighs> you know, I thought we might see a different side of them uh, no, this no. season, but it mm-hmm. continues to be. Just one, one very sad, 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 artless version of breaking the waves. Oh yes, <laughs> over wow. and over again. Only the only the saddest Lars von Trier movies <laughs> needed to be, needs to be included. Wow, and this is sadder than all of them. I don't watch these movies because I don't want to be sad. This is this is sadder than Dancer in the Dark. <laughs> is that a Lars von Trier movie? It is. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. I wonder if he's happy and in real life. Like he makes these super sad movies because he has so much joy. Scandinavian. Yeah. It's just <laughs> cold. They're cold it's and culture. unhappy. It's not even that. It's it's a different. It's a different sense of humor. Um. You. Uh. I. I. I love a lot of filmmakers like that because things can be dark. But Lars von Trier really does. That's just his shtick. Like, a new comedy coming from Lars <laughs> von Trier. The Little Match Girl. Just in time for Christmas. <laughs> from, the, the, from the man who brought you Dogville. Yes. Dogville. <laughs> uh, wow. Um, and Antichrist. Um, so... 
they're get they're they're doing their green card interview, you guys, and you of course they're going to be approved because they are the poster children of it, uh, of they, the green card process. They are, and also of course they're because now they're the baby, but also now they can't just ship her back to you exactly like they can't so um because i think now it is ukrainian people can get asylum right in the u.s i think that uh, i'm not sure i maybe now they can i feel like now they can maybe not when they but um yeah it's not gonna but it what is sad about this the whole point of this for yara was to literally take her child that her grandparents have never that her parents have never met Right. Take her child to her home country to meet her family. And when no, Yara she said, do it. she's like, the whole point of this, I don't even care now, was for me to go to see my family and to my country. And I can't even do that now. I miss my country so much. And I'm, I hate that it's coming out in this way, but it reminded me, remember like early 90 Day Fiance? Like there was a lot of, oh, is that me or you? That's you. Oh, don't pull over, y'all. <laughs> don't pull over. That's me. Um, but remember like with Max? And not Max, but Matt and Ala. And so like, she talked a lot about missing her home country and her right. sister came up. We don't get that storyline a lot anymore. There's so much more mm. ridiculousness of, of, of people talking about the bullshit. We don't get a lot of people missing their home country on 90 day anymore. So it just, I was nice to, I think that is such a hard thing that people do. I think we do still get some of it. I think a lot of the people we've been having more frequently are people who are happy to be out of their country. Yeah, maybe that's true. Uh, so I, even, even Yara said, I, why would I want to come to the U.S.? I'm here because yeah. I love you, Jovi. So I think that's the big difference. That's true. That's true. Yeah, um, she never was a big like, rem- y'all, remember where you were when she told uh, Jovi's mother Mama Jovi that she said, and people think that Americans are just stupid. Well, she and said, loud. I've heard, I've heard a lot of you. Jovi Child, I've heard a lot of Ukrainian women they had to take the money, and she said, and I thought, and I'm, and I, you like, and I've heard that all, and it's like the rumor that all Americans are stupid. <laughs> oh, wait, where? Are you? Oh, that was brilliant, brilliant. Uh, so y'all, they are, they're approved. It's all good. She also got a ten-year card, which is better than the two-year, which I think probably Andre got. Yes, um, and so she and, got a ten year card because I think after that she can apply for her citizenship. Yeah, she wants to. So, so uh, she's basically said, as soon as I get that card, I'm leaving. And this is a big deal. Is that Jovi's like, what about I'm, I'm going to go to work? What happens when I come back from work, Yara? And, and he's only gone like he's gone sometimes. Weeks. He says for like a month or two. Yeah. He's only gone for three weeks. I that's think that's not a long I, time. There's two ways to look at this. It's for audacity, or she wants to go without him. That he, she thinks, he would just be kind of a. I think, I feel like they're using this to ratchet up stuff. I feel like ratchet too, because wouldn't you want? Wouldn't you want your? Um, wouldn't you want your family to? I would want to go over there with the family. I'd, I know they, they, her family. They, I believe they have met Jovi, correct? Yes, I think so. Because when they were traveling internationally, they met Jovi. Definitely. Just to see your daughter with her, I would want to see as a parent, how is your husband with the child? Like, how are you doing the unit? And I don't want to discount the idea that she wants to go help her country and everything like that. But it it does seem like it would be two weeks and you could go with your husband. Can I? But can I also say, what can she do by going? Well, she said she could 
help, but you're right. It, yeah, I think part of that is the issue is that she feels powerless. Yeah, and she just wants I to do something. I think I think I think he'll convince her not to go. Um, so I think I, I I think even he said things like, you know, Yara's not thinking rationally right now, and he's right. He's because right. when you are when you see your country at war, all your friends, and you get the frantic phone calls, oh, of you're course. not going to think rationally. It's you're all not. emotion. Yeah, you're not. You're not. So I I get it, but I think hopefully it'll he'll prevail on her to wait and then go. I and she also probably thinks she needs to go there immediately before things get worse. But I I don't. I think this is all a little trumped up personally. <sighs> Yeah, um, I kind of think so. So they get the green card. Of course, Joby's like, I'm ready for a drink, I'm Yara. ready for a drink because it's 1130. <laughs> and so Joby said, I'm, ex- it's, well, yeah, 1130. Wow. We're going to go what? have lunch with the plastics. Remember how we were in the airport and we were going to Chicago and it was like 7 a.m. And people were getting like, not just beer, but like full on Jack Daniels drinks. And we were both like, how do people do that early in the morning in the airport? Jovi. Yeah, but a lot of the other t- thing is people don't really have wouldn't know what time they're on sometimes. I know it's seven. So, oh, that's true. Maybe they're traveling, but but it oh, does can... seem a, a jacket a jacket seven o'clock in the morning is Ooh. is something. I'm not judge. I'm more not judging. I'm more kind of impressed actually. Um, but anyway, yes. So he, Joby is he's a little bummed because he wanted to go out and celebrate, but of course Yara said, "Where are my girls at?" And so he Joby, Joby said, "Well, I'm gonna join you anyway. I'm just gonna join up." And what Yara wants to do here, because Yara does, she does need a time to talk about and commiserate away from her husband. She does. And these awful women let let her do that, because they, I will say these are toxic friends. Oh, uh, 100%. They're <laughs> terrible, t- terrible, terrible, terrible friends for her. And y'all, you know what? Oh, I Jesus. think we're just going to start this, and I'm calling it now. Welcome to another episode of Reality Gaze Theater. Bubba Street Edition Show. I had to ask. cool, That go. For for the uh uh I would love to see the little intros they say for you know how the housewives say like I'm serving up Berman or I'm serving up Bourbon Street. But there's no voodoo in my whatever. <laughs> I might be. Uh, I love mufaladas, but I'm not flada. <laughs> I'm, nothing about me is flat. <laughs> wow. We do move on. Beignet done that. <laughs> you can steal that, yeah. Andy Cohen. When someone comes for me, I say, Beignet, done that. Done that. I have a saying, let the good times ho. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. We just wrote that for you. Lazy le bon temps. What? Sorry, I wasn't listening. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Lazy le bon temps. Sounds great. I love to be lazy. (laughs) (laughs) all right everybody awful Um, 
we're gonna do this. You just tell me what to do. This is your idea. I'm gonna let you be the. I'm gonna let you be the women. So Great. this is all fun for you. I'm, and just, I'm just gonna, gonna be, gonna be a Jovi. Hydra, a Hydra yeah. blonde woman, <laughs> three headed. Yeah, I wish uh, I had puppets. Uh, <laughs> just sit them on your head. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, 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 and action. Hey, girls. I was on. I'm like, I want some food and some drinks. So I'm here because y'all just want to. Y'all got a green card, so we're gonna hear me oh, talk. Okay. And like, I know That's it was right. like a girls' party, but yeah, I this heard was a party. girls' drink. Girls' drink, but look who's here, Jovina. Oh, look at you, Jovina. Don't say that. But you know, I don't give a shit. That was like one time I dressed mm-hmm. up in college, and I was like a girl, and like yeah. some guy tried to get with me, and that wasn't cool. Like I, I don't am- know. I imagine what you did in college. But we I'm both sure. like drank sure. lots of beer after, and like he's one of my friends now. Don't so. promise me with a good time, Jovina. Don't do it now. You know, listen. Symphony. I mean Adele or whatever what? your name is. I am a Symphony. You know, my name is Symphony. That is Adele. Look. You she look has just way like more, that Tridel no. I used to date. What? Oh my God. I know so many Tridels. Oh my God. Do you know Amanda or Jennifer or Haley uh, or Kaylee? They or all Kenzie? passed out my frat. So, oh my yeah. God. Small yeah, world. Anyway. You know, I, I need a hurricane. So Sure. Whatever you want to go. Oh my God. I really need I sick. really need y'all to like help me convince Yara not to Wait, go to I'm another person now because I have a drink. Okay. I really need go. you to help me convince Yara not to go to uh Prague. Why are Europe. you controlling, Jovina? Why are you know, controlling? I don't know. Stop controlling. controlling her. I just want to this protect my. Feel, mo- I want to protect my wife because that's what you do. This you protect your toxic. wife. This feels <laughs> too much masculine energy. This is girls' trip. You are bringing. <laughs> you need to be supportive of your woman, Jovi. This is the twenty-third century. I'm gonna be back. Uh, yeah, it is. I'm gonna be back in like two more weeks. And so I don't think that's really the problem. Um, Yara told us it was three and three weeks. Do you know what can happen in three weeks? Women can like rule the world in three weeks. So there's a and, lot we can do with that. Okay. Thank you, Adele. And thank you. Like, uh, whatever your name is other. She has way much more cheek filler than me and her boobs <laughs> are way bigger than me. And I'm going to need y'all to stop talking about your boobs and stuff like that. Because now like it's y'all, y'all were talking about it and like Yara wants some done and like, you can do anything you want, but like, stop like whispering her ear and shit. Oh my god! Now you're controlling your body. You are such a pig. You are a sexist, sexist pig, Jovi. Can you introduce me to one of your fraternity friends, though? And scene. Oh, so y'all. That felt good. That brought up a part <laughs> of me. I think I could have been a slutty fraternity girl, y'all. For sure. <laughs> For sure. I wanted to be one. God. God. I gave enough blowjobs in high school or in college to be oh one. God, I'd get a sorority tattoo right on my back, just right there. So yeah, y'all, nothing, nothing was helpful. No. Uh, even though I kind of see Jovi's point here, and they probably should try to, because at least a woman who's a woman traveling with a, a daughter, it won't, she won't be just on her own. No, because uh, when I, you when, know. When Yara says, I don't know, I think Jovi has a bit, this is a trust. Why does he not trust me? Because her friends are saying that. This isn't about trust at all. There is a- so worried. There is a war going on in another country that he's worried about you getting killed or drawn into a war. And I think he's never, he, when it comes to his, his wife and his daughter, he- feels very powerless and for straight men you guys they don't um, if you're listening to this and you're a straight man you you won't understand this but 
straight men very rarely feel powerless. And you would be you would be threatening Jovi with feeling powerless. Yeah. And he's just gonna rail against that. No, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's so true. it's anyway, again, I don't think he's wrong. <laughs> no, I don't think he is either. Um let's end on a shitty note. Um <laughs> Whoa. With a trip to the fertility clinic. <laughs> a trip to the fertility clinic has made a new girl of me. <laughs> okay, I need to talk about, we need to talk about Dr. Cheekbones, a.k.a. Dr. Whoa. Human Kendall. What's Someone had name? some work done. What's that? Did that guy die, the Human Kendall? No, I think he's still alive. This guy, y'all, I'm all about doing what you want, but this guy, it actually, because they got the worst profile of him when he was talking. Like, he looks okay. It was not good. Head on. Yeah. Like, on the side angle, oh, man. The cheek implants were rough. Oh, boy. It was just filler after filler. Oh. He looked like one of those claymation uh, characters in all those Rankin-Bass specials. It was (laughs) not good. (laughs) Not good. Um, Wasn't good. So y'all, Shida's brushing her teeth, which I wrote down, this is a process. And the dentist said, you're going to brush away your enamel. Uh, my mother was warned about that too because she obsessively brushes her teeth, uh, which tracks um, for anyone who's listening to the podcast. Wow. Um, and there's a lot of people that do this. now. But now she brushes her tongue too much. Your mom does or Shida? No, Shida. Oh, yeah. She br- and I went... Did we just spend five minutes on a storyline about Shida brushing her tongue? We did. Is that where we are now? Yes. Producing this That's segment? right where we are. So I wrote, this tongue brushing segment is a metaphor for how dead this storyline is. I'd, I'd also We've like to, to say death. their storyline, um, I think the Yara Jovi story. Like the only thing that makes it interesting, they, and they would have no idea what this was going to happen, but is the war in Ukraine. Oh, for without sure. that, I don't think, um, and thank God, I think big Fred and Liz are pretty dumb too. We don't cover those. So, oh, well, I mean, Oh, just in the previous though, her parents look like something. Those are grandparents. Oh, they're grandparents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's something, <laughs> but it just, but I just feel like there's, yeah, I'm, this storyline, I just feel like we have a sissy who, like, lives in their same neighborhood who messaged oh me all She's like, we're going to a neighborhood barbecue today. I want to see if Shad is alive. It, it, I get a pit in my stomach every time I, I watch. I uh, so she's, she's talking to uh, Utris, her yeah. best friend. Yeah. And they're talking about who's the baby stuff. April. Yeah. Hopefully, Finally. hopefully we can see, we can oh. see. Finally, Shida has an ally. Thank and you. So she's like, he's not comfortable with having kids right now. And she's like, he's not taking any of my feelings into consideration. It's like, well, maybe we'll start when you're 40. Again, y'all, what he has said, <clears throat> nothing gives us any indication he wants to have more children. No. Absolutely and, nothing. And I appreciate what Utris is saying. She's like, look. He's not taking your feelings into priority, but also then she said, she was like, girl, let me tell you some tea. And she said, I have a friend. I don't know whether she made this up. Sometimes it sounds like, because sometimes I do this when my friends come to me for advice. I don't mean it to lie, but basically I know they can't hear it if I talk about them. So no, say, I, it is, it is a, a very good tactic. 
and I'll say, I have a friend and she literally has a friend who's in the exact same particular situation as Shida. And she was like, he basically said he wanted, and then one day he just up and was like, nope. And he just kind of left and ghosted her. And she was like, (laughs) and I went, Bilal would, especially wasn't wasn't on TV. That's the only thing that might keep him because he's so, so concerned about his reputation. He would get annoyed and divorce her at like 43. Yeah. So she couldn't have any children. Yep. Yeah. No, d- let me be clear. Yeah, but I with, agree with you, Tris. Without an intervention, without him, her threatening to have her threatening him, there's no way he's consenting to having children. No way. He's no. going to steal her last years of fertility. And, and let me th- say that again. Yes. He's yes. going to steal it from her. Yeah. He's it's gonna, awful. It's, it is. <laughs> it's inhumane. It's criminal. It, yeah. It's the fact that he is pushing. He's fucking Lucy from Charlie Brown pushing this football down the road. Yeah. That it's as if that there's an just a, a that look. Y'all, the birthday the birthday party surprise for Bilal is still on. I'll be in touch in our Facebook oh group God, about it. Please. But we mobilize. We've got to be realistic <laughs> about this. Where yes, women are having having children much later in life. Science is a, an incredible thing. Yes. And so we don't want to make women feel, but feel uh, already worse than a lot of them feel about that. But when you have to look realistically, there, there is a there time is a clock. Line. There is a clock. It does stop. It's, it, it's almost like he was, it's almost like Bilal saying, well, we might not die one day. We'll just be, you know, we never know. Something can happen. I'm Let's like, think about you- it tomorrow. Let's think about it tomorrow. Hey, you next Tuesday, whatever. So it, I'm just, it's the, delusion and the way he gaslights her he's just the worst this was something i i actually my mouth hung open at the end of this this scene so they're going to gaslight her in the middle of the doctor's office in front of the doctor yeah Yeah, yeah. so Bilal says um uh, oh wait can i just say before you talk about the doctor's office so she talks a great line when shana said look i wanted a traditional marriage He's the one that wanted a contract. So if he wants to get contractual, I'll take him to court. And that's the price of contracts. And I went, and he's going to have to pay. <laughs> please do this, Shida. Please. I tell you what, if we couldn't have a surprise birthday party for him, <laughs> the next step would be bleeding him dry of any oh. little bit of assets that he has. You know what? I would almost start a GoFundMe if she decided to do it. Yeah, I would. The thing about it is, we don't get. I don't think he has two nickels to rub together. Um, I think it's all either uh, tied up in things, and I, I don't. I that's all projection. It's all. It's all him trying to look like he's got tons of money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Agreed. So, y'all, they're at. He he basically is talking about. You know, she said. You know, it could be high risk. And he's like, Well, here's the thing, Shida. You're already technically high risk. Whether we did it now or not. So let's just wait. Because it gets better, I guess. <laughs> it's so it'll just improve. You're like a fine wine. <laughs> no. Your, no. Your your eggs actually mature. Every it's time like she has that period, every 21 <laughs> days instead of 28, she's losing eggs. Your eggs ripen. Like a God. nice nice blue cheese. <laughs> What a fucking well, monster. The worst part is he knows everything. He he's knows it. Is he garbage. knows it. Yeah. Um, and so Bilal's like, 
it's the weirdest thing to be here. We're, we haven't even started trying for kids. And so they're in there with the with the doctor, y'all. And so Bilal's like, so here's the thing, doctor. We just got married like a couple months ago. So like this, that you can honestly, this here. woman's crazy. Uh, th- that's yeah, basically yeah, y'all. Yep, yep, yep. yep he's yep, he's yep, doing yep. everything but looking at her and rolling her eye and going, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that, is, that is exactly, <laughs> yes. He's doing everything but that to the doctor. And so she says, he's like, well, 37. And he's like, that is what we call here advanced maternal age. And that's my friends who had kids late would love to tell me the story of them going to the doctor and having it stamped on a page of advanced maternal age. Um, and that's how we do it in this country. It's not kind. It may be, it may be scientific, but it's definitely not taking account what a, what a mother needs at that time for emotionally. I think it's hard. I think it's a very, and we don't hear a lot about people that are doing this well. Um, but it is hard to like, how do we support people and make them feel supportive? But also because I think there are but I also know some women get, in my real. life that are like, that are literally coming to me at like, that are 43 years age and say, we're just going to let things happen naturally. And I'm like, that I, I, I worry for you because that's not, how do we do this in a realistic way? We don't know. We're two gay men who don't want children. Right. So I hope there are, I just, my hope, the whole reason I bring this up. I hope there are places that women do feel supported with this this line to walk. That's all I hope. Yeah. She's not going to get support with Bilal. No. Um, and he's so – the doctor's basically saying – Can I just saying, say, Dr. Cheekbones, I wish he would call that out because I don't really feel like he did. I feel like he kind of just tiptoed it. And maybe he gets us a lot but just said, well, this is something you both need to discuss. And Bilal said, so you're agreeing with me? And he's like, well, I'm saying you need to, to have a discussion if you well, want to have a child or not. And Bilal's my, like, I'm right. The right? entire conversation, he was basically saying, you need this is something that needs to be talked about. And you guys need to decide what time is right for you. And Bilal's like, so you're saying it's best. What I'm hearing so I'm is right. it's best to wait a couple years. So we should wait because I'm right, doctor, right? And I went, Shut. The doctor goes, well... If you can't come to an agreement, maybe. I wish but he would have said, "Oh, what?" Well, but you saw the doctor's face. Like, I no, don't he didn't know. Wade, I don't want to wade into anything. I know he didn't. Yeah, yeah. But I wish he would have said, "The longer she waits to have a child, the harder it's going to be to have children." I wish he would have said that. It makes me kind of long for the days of uh, what's her name, Josh and Ika's fertility. Oh, 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 oh! <laughs> who went? Who went? You better have that baby now. Now, <laughs> yesterday is too late. That's what you're old. That's what Shida needs. She needs that just fearful, that that's awful actually woman. What, yeah. She needs that for Bilal to hear. Yes, you're wretch. You're you're wretchedly old. You're thirty. You're thirty eight years old. You're you're disgusting. I forgot about that takedown. Y'all. You're a crypt keeper. Uh, that, that's what this woman, that's what this oh. doctor basically told Ica. <laughs> and Josh, you're fine. We'll reverse your vasectomy. It's fine. <laughs> your <laughs> eggs are problematic. I don't know what we're going to do for you. And then Ica left and was like, it's not on me. It's on him. And we were like, what? <laughs> you didn't hear that? So we do find out. Now, this is something we're waiting into something we don't know anything about. But she's like, speak for tw- yourself. I'll let you speak between the peculiarities of a 21-day period or a 28- to 30-day period. 
Oh, I don't know anything about that. No, no, no I'm sorry. <laughs> Didn't know what you were talking so, about. I have no idea. I thought it was kind of like a lunar cycle, like a month. Um, 21 days did feel short to me, but I don't know. Um, so again, don't come at me. I don't know. But when the nurse do- Jan started talking about periods and sex ed <laughs> and all that kind of stuff, I was just thinking about dicks. Joey Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. I just, I wasn't, I was sorry, nurse Jan. I was not paying attention. Um, so they do, she's like, that maybe we need, we need to do some blood work today. And, and of course, Shada says, oh my God, it may, it may be me that I can't even have children. And it's still that Bilal, you know, Bilal is just looking so smug the whole time. Like I definitely have her convinced to wait and I'm just going to keep kicking it, kicking that can down the road. And I still think that motherfucker got a vasectomy. I still believe that. And I, I, I'm, I'm terrified of that reveal, but I just have this feeling. I, it's I don't know sick. if he'll ever, it's I don't sick. know if he'll ever reveal it. Oh my God. Oh, I hope if he did, I hope it is revealed. Oh, yeah. I still don't think, I still can't believe he's doing the show for Happily Ever After. He must have seen the hate he got before he signed on to do it again. I think when you're, it takes a lot for a narcissist because you always think you have control when you're a narcissist mm-hmm. and you think, I can redeem myself. I can show them. That's what a narcissist, that's kind of the, the horrible thing about someone who's classically a personality disorder narcissistic, but it's also kind of beautiful that a narcissist will usually show their ass because they think they can control the narrative. So that's the only thing actually that would kind of lead to a Bilal birthday party probably is (laughs) him. His as grandma Hazel said, him showing his ass. If that vasectomy is revealed, I'm getting a bus. And I'm going to take everyone down. I'm going to pick you up. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com You you bring your party favors, and I'll bring a bunch of mine. (laughs) All right, everybody, that's the show. What is this music coming from? They changed the music, and it sounds like I'm going to kill you music. What is it now? We're coming for you, Malal. No.
That All last right, prank, you will not expect it. Go to realitygaze.com to our <laughs> website. You can click on our link tree link to get tickets to our The Doublet Tour on our Instagram or on our TikTok, yeah, everybody. Start a whole other new We're Facebook not even doing the normal the, ending. The <laughs> Y'all, Lonely Hearts, it doesn't matter. I'm fucking ending this show before we get sued. We'll see you. Call on- me, y'all, if you want to be on the bus <laughs> for the Lolb Surprise Party Tour. Ah!